0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to Gilberto Silva, The Invisible World Show. Um, new topic today, very interesting one. Me and Tim Chesa are going to discuss with you. And um, because we had a couple of last few days, very excited with some announcements we've made. But um, let me ask him to join the conversation because he's so excited. I will not let him away from uh, all this conversation. <laughs> Welcome back, Tim. Hey, mate. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very good, my friend.
1: Or should I call you the new, my new employee? <laughs> 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 uh, so, yeah. So, thanks. Always good to talk to you. you have had a couple of breaks off. Last week, we had a international duty, didn't we? We got called up by the international team. Uh, we did an interesting conference-based Uh, based from our houses, but it was in Canada. So we had Shaquille O'Neal on there, founders of Uber. So it was really interesting. Uh, Some interesting conversations and stuff.
0: That's good. It was a very interesting week, you know. I was uh, here in Brazil doing some uh, very nice uh, conversation with some journalists journalists from uh, Collision From Home event, which was really good. Mm. I really enjoyed it, you know. Very interesting topics. And today we, we have a very interesting topic to talk in our podcast. But I, I wanted to, to, to tell people about what we are going to talk today.
1: Nice. So the massive announcement that we had last week was that my friend, football legend, uh, Gilberto Silva has now become part of the True Challenge family. So um, cheers, mate. Congratulations. Yay. Welcome cheers. to the team. To the
0: team.
1: Um, yes. <laughs> um So great to have you on board, um, and you're not just kind of giving some money and running away. You're kind of being an active part of the team, which is, I think, something you quite enjoy. I think we've been working together on quite a lot of projects now, not just the podcast, and kind of what our relationship has kind of grown over the last four years, really, hasn't it? Um, and at the heart of it is both is our, I guess, our core beliefs is family first, before everything. Um, It's the most important thing to us. And then what football can do and sports in general can do for the world. Um, And that's basically what what our platform, True Challenge, does. Um, So, yeah, so we're going to be changing the world, aren't we?
0: Well, it was great. It's great um, to be part of the Challenge family because in the last few, few weeks, few months, basically, and you talking very much about uh, the projects and things that you guys were doing before me, and things that can be done now with my support <laughs> in the team. I hope I can, I can help you guys a lot and uh, grow up the platform and to challenge because the job you guys were doing, it's amazing. As we you know we started to talk uh, in a few days a few days ago. True Challenge, the home of uh, Sports Challenge. Exactly. And this is what I'm talking to people. I'm really excited, very happy to join you guys and be part of the True Challenge family. And um, it's a new challenge. Um, as a sportsman, uh, I cannot neglect any, uh, any challenge in front of me. I need to <laughs> absorb them, understand how... Does it work? And see what's the best way to move forward and uh, improve improve my skills. I know this is um, will be will be challenge for me, but uh, I'm very excited, yeah. very excited about uh, about uh, join the team. When I spoke to the family, everyone was very very happy, very excited, and very supportive, which is very important. Mm-hmm. Because as you mentioned, for us, you know the uh, the, the the business is uh, also connected to the family. Mm-hmm. You know the the, the, the core of uh, everything we we haven't spoke in the last few months, in the last few years since we've met. Mm-hmm. And from now on, being close to you guys will be a privilege to me. And uh, let's bring let's bring old sports people to let's the platform to have the challenge. I will okay. challenge everyone. There you <laughs> go, mate.
1: So yeah, so our platform, so I think what a good place to start. So this week we'll be talking about the fans. Um, There's lots of things going on with the fans at the moment, both good, bad. And I think this is a great opportunity to talk about all of that because now our platform is true challenge, uh, is a fan engagement platform. Uh, So our our kind of um, slogan or motto is we believe in making the fans the stars. Um, And our platform, when they was. plan to get closer to their stars and their heroes like they've never done before and what's going on in the world at the moment obviously football's back which is brilliant but no one can go to a game now what can fans do at the moment they can see their players and their heroes on social media um they'll and they can watch them on tv they can't do anything else so i think what would be good to talk about is the journey that you've had in terms of fan engagement because obviously the last few months working together, you kind of you I can see the change in you when it comes to the fans. From talking about what you're going to post on your social media to how you can engage with your fans better. So the idea, that, so what you do on a, on Thursday is you go live on Instagram and you invite fans to talk to you. But lots of people do that. But you went one stage further, and this is your idea that you have, not mine. Where well, you and I talk, and fans can ask me a give me a question to ask you. But if fans have the courage to go live that you kick me off and the fans go live with you on Instagram and the look on the faces of every single fan that joins you. I tried to take a snapshot a screen grab on my phone every time that, that you connect. Cause you can see their face going, shit, it's Jumata Silva. And it's incredible. And that's that, that bit, you know, and I said, I sent the, the, uh, the, the, um, the photo to them, the screen grab to them and all of them post it without exception. Every single one of them post it. Uh, and I think that is the sort of thing that fan engagement needs to be. It's a good start. And I think fans want more, more of that type of stuff. That Because if you see, like we had that, uh, two weeks ago, we had that young boy, David Hennell, I think his name was. 13-year-old boy. And he went, oh my God, it's Gilbert Silver. The next thing he did, he said, gave you loads of questions, was really hammering you like a journalist. What do you think about Mike Mikel Arteta? What's he doing wrong? He was quite, like, I won't say aggressive, <laughs> but assertive. And he <laughs> no, went... Okay. He went
0: he was very direct in the questions you know, because <laughs> yeah. he knew exactly what he wants to know about my opinion about uh, our theater, the team and uh, you know the other questions he asked me mm. it was really interesting and uh, for me the great thing about it you know doing this uh, interaction with the fans when I I bring them to make uh, the questions to ask me the questions in the live show. Is to see their rea- their reaction. When I see so, their yes. their face, their reaction is this is amazing. You now it's like oh wow, this is what means uh, to people. You know, this kind of reaction is, it means a lot. But for me also, it uh, it's great because mm. sometimes we don't really understand. You know uh, how the other pe- the people have uh, the perception about about us, but. Um, uh, have seen the, the last couple of weeks doing this uh, this show, this live show, and uh, inviting the fans to to asking the question themselves. It's been it's been uh, amazing to see their reaction. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it really is fantastic, and especially time at the moment when it's not that fans aren't thought of as important. They can't just be they just can't be at the football matches for their own safety of everyone. You know, not the play, not just the fans, but the players, the people that are helping in the stadium and things. So it's a really important. I feel to have that type of start of an engagement. Which I think it was really good. So let's start from right from the beginning. So when you first became a professional footballer, what yeah. was fan engagement? So obviously that was maybe 25 years ago now. it was. Was it basically a photo? Basically of Signing a shirt.
0: Exactly. Basically nothing because um, uh, being a training centre. Um, he started in Brazil when the fans had a chance to, to stay close to the players was uh, when a few guests went to the training grounds and after the training session they had a chance to grab um, some, some of the players they, they, they liked to have a photo, an autograph and t-shirt signing. This was um, basically what they have got and sometimes um, outside the stages Um, when we we play the game and they have a chance to do the same, you know, having a photo, autograph, sign, uh, t-shirt sign. This was it at the beginning. This was just a few years ago. Mm. (laughs) But just a few years years ago (laughs) when I began. Uh, But then, you know, um, the last few years things changed a lot. And um, then, of course, you know, I think that the other way the fans have a, have a chance to understand a little bit uh, about what was going on in the training center, about also about the club, was about the newspapers mm. or watching the TV programs, you know, talk about their teams and so on. My team here in Brazil, America, you know, is considered the third club in the state. Uh, they have a very little space uh, on TV, yeah. you know, they the 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 guys the journalists didn't talk much about them even in the newspaper if the other clubs had a, a big page one page for them america have like less than half mm, much three less li- three lines. yeah yeah just a few lines and uh, this this was it It was not enough you know for for any of them mm. but uh, as we can see nowadays thing has changed a lot i think for for good in terms of fun engagement, because um, they can follow their their idols, they can uh, see what they are doing, sometimes in the club, sometimes their in their personal life, with their families, friends, and uh, other things they they, they may do.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what was it like towards the end of your career, when you maybe you were at Panathinaikos or back in Brazil? What was the fan engagement like then? Because obviously you had social media then, I know it was very early stages. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was fan engagement like then?
0: When I moved to Greece um, was basically when I started to use uh, social media. We had one uh, quite old um, social media here in Brazil called Orkut, okay. but did not last long. This was, wow, I think 2000, 2000 something, 2001. Then I moved to, to England. And um, But basically, I started um, in Greece. Uh, why I, I start to use on that time Twitter? Because um, uh, moving to Greece, um, nobody could watch any games from Brazil. I moved to Greece back in 2008. Mm-hmm. And on that time, uh, the Brazil team was preparing to, for, for South Africa World Cup. Mm-hmm. And um, after six years uh, at Arsenal, moving to Panathinaikos, I had to find a way how to connect with people, how to give them some information about my daily basis, my, even some, let's say, very simple mm-hmm. things about grabbing a coffee, a snack, something like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I used to, to chat and put some pictures there. Hey, come on, invite people. Hey, come on, what uh, uh, you, you had for, for breakfast or are you ready for a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, mm. something like that, you know?
1: Mm.
0: And um, the response was amazing because uh, uh, everyone jumped in the conversation and I had to answer a lot of questions.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but also, I, I started to talk about the games. You know, next, next weekend, we have a game. Because for them, to have some information uh, of uh, Greek football was not so easy. But uh, the hardest thing was because of was well, because of uh, the language, you know. Even for me, being there for three years, I didn't learn, you know, uh, to speak uh, the language. I didn't learn the language. Imagine for them to make the translation. I'm not so sure now if, from that time, uh, the uh, Google Translate translator worked well. <laughs> But, um, so I'm having a many, coffee when
1: it translates to so you're having a shit or something yeah.
0: like that. <laughs> <laughs> but many times, you know, people um, ask me through Twitter, "What's going on there? What's going on there?" It was a, a kind of way I found. I found you know to interact with the people, also to give some information because I knew uh, speaking there uh, through through Twitter, uh, the journalists who would see what I, I was doing. Uh, Somehow become curious about it. Mm. Okay.
1: Um, so, how important do you think the clubs take social media then?
0: I think it there told...
1: wasn't really much, there wasn't really a way for them to do it. Like you said, all it was was an invite to a game, meet the players after the game, come to the training ground, meet the players after the training ground. That was it. Before social media, there wasn't really any um, way of engaging with the fans, was there?
0: No, it's not much. Before social media was not much, um, I don't know the exact words, creativity. It was the way they were used to work, you know, different, you know, sometimes call the guests and sometimes send an email, or subscribe to their website, something like that. But then with social media, I think it make makes things uh, a lot easier in terms of the communication because also even the if you see the way the funds. Uh, talk about the clubs, you know, and the publicity they make for the clubs is massive, mm. uh, because they take pictures and they upload it. And about uh, moments, I think for the fans, it's about taking a, a good moment and uh, share it. Mm. What they love, you know, what I have seen and observed. I'm not an expert person in terms of social media, but what I have seen is that uh, people they 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 want to to engage with the others uh, through the moments they are. For example, they go to a football game, they want to take a picture before they used to send to their families or uh, let's say before, imagine before the mobile, you know, take a picture. You had to take your camera and then you take the camera, go to a shopping, have it um, (laughs) printed. But now they, they take a picture they never printed it no. again, no. but they, they save it somewhere on, on their mobile, somewhere. Or, and uh, straight away, what they do is send to a family member, to a friend, or put in their social media. This is, they, they want to, to share the moments they, they have. Mm. This is uh, for fun engagement, you know, when they are in the sports event. This is what clubs must pay attention
1: to. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why they
0: start to improve as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's kind of where we come in—is this piece of fan engagement. So, um, so for example, you've done a piece like the piece you did with um, the partner at Arsenal, where uh, with Arsenal with their, their wine partner, um, where you dressed up as John from Chile.
0: <laughs> is it John? Yeah. Then I changed, you know, because I. I said, oh, come on, John from Chile is not going to work I <laughs> changed yeah. to Carlos. Yeah, then I changed to Carlos. more South America then. <laughs> yeah, maybe Juan you know, would have been better. Yeah, but it was good, you know. But, then yeah. you, but
1: you were talking to the fans. You put basically, what you bird did is he put a massive wig on, uh, glasses, made a funny, geeky kind of voice, and was a waiter in the Arsenal, one of the um, restaurants before the game. And you basically went around and you were asking their opinion on certain players. People were sitting there to eat. Um, and then you uh, said, what do you think about Gilberto Silva? And they went, oh, yeah, he's a great player. And then they went, are you Gilberto Silva? So <laughs> that, that is fan engagement. You know, there's, there's no, my opinion is there's no um, like absolute thing for fa- engagement with fans. Like you post this on social media or you do this or you do this. The beauty of, so, of Facebook, uh, the beauty of fan engagement is that it can be anything. You know, you dressing up. They're never going to forget that. And the fact that Arsenal then use that content on their website and they use it on their social media, that's engaging with the fans as well. Not only the fans that you talk to, but actually them go, oh, Schubert, yeah, I remember him. Do you remember he scored his first goal for us? Do you remember when we won? Do you remember when I met him? It brings back all these memories. And I think fan engagement is about moments. As much as life, life is about moments as well, right? I think sometimes you get caught up in making... Like, I was thinking about this last night because my, son was, my oldest son was being a bit difficult yesterday, as uh, a plightest way of putting it. And I, was, I think parents get so caught up at the moment in being this perfect parent all the time, creating all these wonderful memories, these wonderful activities for everything. And in fact, that's not life. Life is, is about sometimes being mundane. Sometimes it's boring. Sometimes it's exciting. Sometimes it's wonderful. Sometimes it's a bit sad. Sometimes it's a bit shit. But it's the moments that the children remember of them staying up late. I'm going to sneeze, hang on. Excuse me. It's about, the, yeah, it's about yeah. these moments. Um, and it's the same as about fan engagement. That's what fan engagement is about. It's about these moments that you then remember for the rest of your life.
0: This is, this is true. This is true. And um, when I was uh, still play football, many occasions um, when I had to travel somewhere and, uh, oh, when I have to do some events, you know, uh, for uh, in, in sports nowadays. And uh, then you have uh, some time in some of the, the, these events, you have a massive audience mm-hmm. waiting to see, you know, uh, sports people because they know somebody will be there. And um, mm-hmm. then somebody stops me, you know, asking autograph or ask to take a picture. I always talk to, to everyone and take as much time as I can. Because I know this, this moment will be very special for them. They'll never forget it. Yeah. And um, they may not have another opportunity yeah. to see me face to face. And when I, they come out, oh, I would not expect to see you. Yeah. I said, wow, well, now you are seeing me. You know, uh, well, can I take a picture? Of course. As many you can mm-hmm. because uh, this is uh, it is important to give you know this moment this opportunity for them. this is an opportunity they may never have it again, and um, straight away, what is funny nowadays you know about engagement because they put on their social media and mark me, and I can see the the pictures you know, a few minutes later yeah it's great it's great because they they feel happy. With um, everything, the way I sp- I spoke to them, the way uh, you know the the conversation went, it's it's great. I I I really I really love this, uh, these opportunities.
1: Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Um, and I think you've actually you described to me quite well because we you it was one of the first times we actually met up for lunch and we were having a uh, a drink in your favorite cocktail place in London. And uh, you and I were talking, and we were basically—I was going through something in my personal life that you'd been through, and you were kind of giving me some advice. It was quite kind of private and personal stuff that we were talking about. And this one of the waiters came over and interrupted us and went, "Did you use the play for Arsenal?" And he and he went, "Yeah, yeah, I think so." I went, "What was your name?" I'm like, "So you interrupted this conversation? And you don't even know who he is?" <laughs> um, and then I said, does, "I asked you. I said, does that something sometimes?" annoy you and he went went, do you know what it doesn't because he goes I could see him waiting there and he was just building up the courage to come and ask for a photo or ask or come to talk to me he might never get this opportunity to talk to another footballer in the rest of his life and he's sitting there going do I go and say something do I go and say something and he goes okay I'm gonna go do it now so it's not nothing to do with him being rude everything to do with him being nervous and I think that was actually really really um, obviously i rarely get asked for autographs or photos. Um, so I think that's a great attitude you have to have on someone, knowing that this moment is, is a massive moment for them. Uh, it's, uh,
0: it's important just to give something back, you know, because uh, sometimes what I do is put myself in, in, that, in that position. You now to taking you know, taking the courage to do this. And uh, nowadays, you know, um, having kids, and uh, sometimes we go to a few concerts, you know, I have been a few concerts in my hometown, in the town nearby. Uh, and some of the the artists, you know, the musicians, they they really like, you know. And a few times I have to be at I had to be the dad to ask for a picture for them. <laughs> sometimes it's quite annoying for me because you know I say, Come on, I need do I need to do this? yeah dad please no, let's go but then i go there you know and um i see how how happy they, they feel you know and then i'm in the other position you know helping my kids uh do whatever uh, you know i can to make them feel happy mm. you know is I, I see myself in when the other other side, when people ask me something Mm. for themselves or for their kids or or somebody else, you know, it's about, uh, you Mm. know, uh, about giving things, you know, to people. When you, because if you just want to take something, Mm. it's not good. It's important to be a giving person. Mm. When you give, you know, the universe uh, helps you, you know, people understand, even sometimes, because a few moments, when people ask me something on the street or in a, an event, unfortunately, I have to say no a few times because I have a schedule, mm-hmm. but they really understood in the way I spoke to them, explaining, you know very sure I need to to go because I have time you know in a few minutes right. and then if and you're you have voice running. Light, A few times, (laughs) I still still a little bit fast. I can get on to be there on time. But uh, you know, it's important to be a given person because, um, and share these moments with them. Mm. Um, And as we mentioned before, I don't know if they will have this chance again. Mm. And um, what is great sometimes, because people are many, many occasions, they were so genuine, Mm. In the way they they spoke to me and and then in the end you know you feel grateful to stop there to speak to them because they they say some really nice words to you that make your day Mm.
1: exactly so can you remember when you were a kid or even now um is there someone that you could meet where you would be be a fan and be nervous do you know what i mean so is there someone or Uh, even when you were younger
0: I think I would be nervous to meet, uh, for example, Ayrton Senna, you now the okay. pilot of Formula One. Yeah, because oh, uh, on that time, for example, uh, to meet Pele,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I would be very nervous. Even today, if I had a chance to to meet him face to face, I would I would be very nervous. It's mm. Pele. Right. As a kid, you know, growing up in the sports. When I started to watch Formula One MC, and and watch Michael Senna, you know, he became a a, a worldwide idol. You know, oh, for, I know who Michael Senna was. used yeah, to watch Yeah, exactly for the fun of the, the sport. Even though if you didn't like very much about uh, didn't like very much about uh, Formula One, but once 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 you. You watch a few of uh, the race, and people start talk about him and uh, the way he behaves and the way he used to run. You start to to enjoy uh, about him, to like him.
1: Yeah. So, what was he? uh, What did he mean to Brazil? Because obviously, he was one of the main, the best Formula One racer for a long time, and obviously, sadly, passed away in a race. Um, What did he mean for Brazil?
0: My opinion... Was he as big uh, as a football?
1: Was he as big as a football
0: team? He's similar to a big idol in football. Similar to Pelé. Really? For us. Yeah, yeah. Similar to Pelé, Ronaldo, all these guys, you know? All the sportsmen. Because everyone adored him. Everyone really loved him, you know? Because he he became the... You know, uh, because... I remember watching the race when he you know, was going to win, you know, in the, in the big TV here in Brazil. They, they used to, they have a, a music that uh, reminds him, you know, seems like they made this song for him. Right. And, uh, and then put a, a very good expression in terms of uh, uh, Brazil's uh, representants mm-hmm. um, in the Formula One. And uh, then, you know, when uh, he left the car, lifts uh the, um, the flag, the Brazilian flag, a few times uh, after cross the, the line, you know, just take the flag uh, outside of the car and uh, raise it, you know. It was a mm. nice gesture, you know. Mm. Then you feel, oh, Brazil is there. Mm. I don't know, maybe he, he was running in uh, any country in Europe, but then win the race. We see ourselves there, you Now He represents us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, huge. I remember what massive star he was. Uh, very sad that he's obviously no longer with us. Yeah. Um, so, but anyway, back to fan engagement. So, um, so, there's one story that I tell about fan engagement, that I think kind of got you understanding what how powerful the, the True Challenge platform can be. Was a young girl called Beck. So we put a challenge out with with a young YouTuber YouTuber called Kiel Skills. I think he was nine years old, and this is our first ever challenge. Uh, and it was you had to do uh, it was three weeks, and you had to do one challenge a week for three weeks. And the prize was winning uh, 100 pounds to spend on a pair of football boots, uh, football from the Champions League, and uh, a foot, football shirt of your choice. And we got through h- hundreds of kids took part from around the world. And we narrowed it down to a little girl called Becca, who was from north of England, Blackburn, I think. And a little boy called Jackson from Wales, who I think was six. And these kids were amazing, not because they were six and because they were nine. If they were adults and they could do these tricks, you would have been amazed. But like she did one, this little girl Becca did one trick where she was doing some keep-ups with the basketball. And then did a few look around the Wales and some keep-ups, flicked it over the crossbar, ran to the other side and carried on doing the tricks. Well, we're like, this is amazing. So we couldn't choose between Becca and Jackson was the other kid's name. So we said, right, we'll put it to a vote to social media and it we'll, looks like we're asking them to choose a winner. But we knew, I basically called the parents and said, look, we're going to double the prize, but we're going to give you some publicity. That video of us people choosing between the two of them got 345,000 votes on two kids that nobody ever heard of, which is obviously incredible mm-hmm. and f- incredible for them. But when I called the mum from... Um, Becca's mum and said, "Look, just to let you know that we're going to double the price." So Becca's basically won. We we're really impressed there. Please give her, uh, give her a old congratulations. She kind of started crying, and I kind of asked her, "Can you tell me a bit more about why why you're kind of crying?" If that's not too personal, she went, "You won't understand what this means to my to me and my family." So, do you mind me asking? She said, "Becca's autistic, and she's blind in one eye, and she has some other health issues as well." The way she communicates with the world is with her football. So she goes to school and she's holding it. Uh, she goes to wherever to go shopping. She's holding her football. It's her kind of security blanket. And the way that she kind of, it's a uh, way the way to gets to the outside world because of her autism. She said that because now that she's won this, this prize, it's given her such validation and proudness that we could never give her. So that, when we started True Challenge, we wanted to make kids feel happy because they get to do a challenge with their star and their star's... Uh, post their video on social media and things we never even considered that this could be an opportunity to change children's lives like this now imagine if let's say you did the challenge and someone from i don't know a homeless kid from india won the challenge uh imagine the life that imagine how much positivity that would change for that little kid's life um that Gilberto Silva selected this little kid from brazil uh, um, india or brazil or argentina or rome or England, wherever. It's such a great vehicle that we didn't even consider could happen on our platform. This happens purely organically and naturally. And it seems very cliche, but if you can change one child's life like that, everything's worthwhile. Whether the true challenge is successful or failed, I'm so proud that we have managed to change that little girl's life.
0: Um, it's amazing. This is amazing. This is um, what, uh, you know, what I think as well. As long as we can... Um, can provide happiness for, for people, you know, change somebody's life mm. in a certain way, you know, and in a very positive way. So this is, um, this moment, nobody can take away from us. Yeah. And this is what we look for in this, uh, with this platform, this, when we spoke about, you know, through challenge, and um, was really important for me to, to understand all this, uh, this process you, you have, you guys have been through over the, past years and to give my contribution to the fun engagement to give them you know moments that uh, are really important for their lives mm-hmm. because um, I remember you know when I was a kid uh, I didn't have an opportunity like kids uh, from today to have a picture of, uh, of something and uh, send it to a friend but in my mind I have all the pictures yeah. You know, and then what I have an opportunity, especially with my kids, to tell them the stories and the stories you now to engage with them with the stories I tell them about, about my childhood, about what I have been through, what I had to do when I was a kid, when I grew up, you know, play football on the streets. But then nowadays, you know, things is easy and then we can have a conversation then we start down, do some dancing, engage each other, and then <laughs> suddenly I see some picture of me. You know, and they, they they share in the in, in the group of what uh, what uh, family WhatsApp, you know. Hmm. And then then who took this picture? Yeah, yeah. Who's, who took uh, make made this video? This funny video. I say, hey, come on, keep it quiet, <laughs> secret. <laughs> not <laughs> so, I'm not dance. I'm not dancing pretty well. You know, we can't do another one.
1: Is this a good chance to talk about you singing at that, confer- at that uh, concert you did?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good
1: job you can play football. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah, so it's uh, really proud that you kind of joined us, mate. And I think not only your obviously your connections are incredible, but actually you as a person and, and as a I class is a very good friend of mine now. Uh, having you as a counsel to someone I could talk to about things is great. But also, I think you're your thought process is changing and I think you've grown since we've been working together. And I think your attitude, not attitude, but your, your thoughts are now changing to more aligned about engaging with fans, I think now as well. I can really see that the difference since we first started doing the podcast even in November, how much you've changed since then.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. It, uh, it changed you know, the way I think and you know, the, the way I behave towards, uh, you know, to understand better fan engagement. Because before, you know, I, because I've always been very quiet and very shy person. Even playing football, you know, always, um, let's say, uh, people did not pay much attention about me. Uh, I didn't want to be in the spotlight. I want to be, you know, hide, uh, just do my job and that's it. Hmm. But um, now I understand uh, to keep uh, being part of uh, things I believe, things I have. I still do in terms of football, sports, whatever. Nowadays, fun engagement can be a powerful source for me Mm -hmm. um, to support me, support in in the business I do, in the things I want to express to help others. And um, for example, I uh, work with the players nowadays. It's amazing because we share stories, I've explained them a lot of things. And uh, then in the platforms, when I have a chance to to say something, uh, in the moments they, they may need to listen about uh, a question they may have in terms of football, about their careers, what they need to do to, to progress or to improve, uh, what is important um, for a football player. When they see me, you know, uh, speaking to the platforms. You now, I can touch more people than mm-hmm. just speaking to an, an individual. Yep. And um, this is um, what the platforms can, you know, has been helping me. But also, uh, you know, you're not too, too shy to talk to, uh, to people through social media because uh, when you are a little bit shy or introvert, Mm. Uh, it's quite hard until you understand how to engage how I remember when you talked to me oh let's start a podcast Mm. I said not so sure I was thinking about it you know (laughs) what's the reason I started the podcast but let's have a go because I'm in London (laughs) you know I need to find something to (laughs) to be busy let's start but then you start to enjoy it you know you start to to think about, I started to think about uh, when I was playing, I uh, had to see the preparation, the journalist or the cameraman, you know, the photographer mm-hmm. had to, uh, they had to, to do, to make an interview with me. Mm-hmm. I said, oh my God, why did not learn this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. 15 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. This is great. And I'll give you a different perception. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, been uh, worked from outside in football, you know. Sorry, let me do it again. Just working football, but on a different way, uh, is an opportunity for me to um, uh, to engage better with people, uh, not only in the social platform, but also because we talk all the time and sometimes too much. You know, it's it's improving my my communication. This is uh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's been fantastic, mate. I'm really looking forward to working with you more. Um, so I've just realized that we're already late for our Instagram live. Um, <laughs> uh, so no, I think that's right? a good opportunity for us to kind of end this week's chat there, but we've got, uh, some interesting guests lined up. So we'll release the next week is the first guest for the podcast. And it's your, old mate Cleverson. Be great. So, uh, will be great. It's would be good to have, um, H- have have another person to talk to <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> that'd be great you know uh, be great to have uh, Cleberson look forward for it my friend nice it's great let's keep engaging with people with true challenge you know very soon we'll start uh, a new challenge your better true challenge there you go uh, let's see if you can make it
1: nice cool alright <laughs>
0: All right. Take care, my friend. All the best.